Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning and welcome to Direct Line. It is Thursday, June 1. Greg and Steph, it's hot out there. Ooh, it's a cooker. So um, I got done from a really hot, humid hike last night yeah. with a couple of our buddies from right, church. Right. And if you lived closer, I would have been in your pool. Well, you wouldn't know because it's oh. black. So oh, no. I cannot get that thing cleared up. Wow. I don't know what's know. going on. Okay, yeah, I don't, don't feel as bad. Don't come over and jump in okay. it. Well, hey, we have a special guest, a special treat today joining us on Direct Line for show number 170 is Mr. Newhoff Media, Mike Holvey. Welcome back to Direct Line. Hey, thank you. 170. Man, I know. I don't know if that's a big deal or not. It but is it sounds impressive. <laughs> it is. So, uh, yeah, three and a half years almost. So mm-hmm. it's been a blast. And I wanted to start by saying thanks to Newhoff Media for letting this happen. You know, I was a part of the Decatur Direct Line for a decade, and uh, it's just been awesome to see this come to Danville. Well, I love to tell the story that uh, my office at the time was Indicator. And Greg and I got to be friends through his association with WSOY and yeah. and uh, the First Christian Church in Decatur. Yeah. And one day, Greg shows up at the office, and he said, hey, can we talk? <laughs> I said, L- I'd love to. He came in. We sh- shut the door, sat down, and he told me about this opportunity that was kind of just coming together yeah. in Danville. Mm-hmm. And what do you think? And I shared my, my feeling about the church and the community, which is all positive. And then he said, I got an idea. And he said, I would love to have a direct line on the radio in Danville. Do you think we can make that happen? And the answer was yes. And then we created some different ideas here than what we had in Decatur. And it's been so successful. And the impact, you know, the impact is great. You don't always feel it, but you know it's out there. How do you know? Yeah. How do you know? You just, there is, there's a certain sense, there's a certain vibe that you get. There's comments that are made by the, by community members that are just, um, you know, when certain things land. Yeah. And conversations yeah. that occur, and okay. so I, you look at social media, yeah. you look mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. interaction, mm-hmm. you look at how quickly people respond to certain things that are posted. Mm. It's right. all about how it integrates okay. into, if you will, the ecosystem. Well, you know, so that's how I judge it. Here's gotcha. the crazy thing about it is we had this plan in May of 2019, and no one in Clinton even knew at that point. I mean, so it was kind of double secret, yeah. you know, quiet, all of that. But the the thing I was wrestling with was, what am I going to call this show? Because mm-hmm. I didn't think I could call it Direct Line. Mm-hmm. And I ran into you like at a step up, I think in November. And I'm like, man, everything's coming together, but I can't come up with a name. And, you know, I was polling people and you finally <laughs> said, just call it direct line. That's the brand. And, you know, Wayne Kemp busts my chops all the time for stealing the name, but I don't care. You know, well, it's called He's retired. He's gone now. It's yeah. called R&D. Yeah. Rip off and duplicate. There you go. Oh, okay. But why mess right. with something that works? Well, hey, and, I, and I think it's great that he busts your chops. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. You know, you I, just talk, I talked to him yesterday for about 45 minutes. We remain really good friends. Mm-hmm. One of the things about Wayne that I appreciate is he is retired, but he is as busy now mm-hmm. as he's ever been. He just got back from three weeks in Poland, yeah. and they actually went into Ukraine. Wow. Kind of on a... We need to get you know, him back on to talk no, about it. No, we do. It. I told him yeah. that. I said, I need you to come over and yeah. give us that update. But he said... Um, 
we, we have really stopped getting a lot of the mm, news that we need sure. to hear. And he said, Ukraine, it's much worse than he imagined mm. just being on the ground and mm. seeing the destruction. He said their cities, they're just gone. They're wow. just done. And he said so many of the Ukrainians, they're in Warsaw and other places in Poland. They're still in these warehouses. They're mm. stacked and they're packed. They've been there for a year plus. Wow. And they have no plans to leave because they have nowhere to go. Right. Their, their, their city is gone. So um, wow. we'll, we'll get him on and get that update. But three things I want to talk to you about today. Yes, and sir. then I'll send you on your way. <laughs> the first is the Indy 500, which, um, you know, I spent about an hour watching the Indy 500. <laughs> but when I think of the Indy 500, I think of Mike Colvie. Why, why do you love the Indy 500 so it much? It started when I was a kid. My mom and dad took my brother, sister, and I. We moved from the Peoria area to Vermilion County in 1976. It was in 77, my parents took us to the museum yeah. just to tour and mm-hmm. see it. And it was like, wow, it made an impact. Had they been fans? No, I mean, we watched it on TV or flipped on the radio, but that was the extent of it. So the answer is no. Okay. Uh, Aware, yes. Uh, Just fans went, went no. to the museum for we a day. Went to the museum. You know, okay. it's like, you know, doing fun things right. with your family. Right. And that was like, hey, let's go to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Museum. Like, wow. Okay. And it, to me, it was one of those, oh, this is something I'm very interested yeah. in moment, moments. The next year in 1978, went to qualifying, went to the race. Some yeah. friends of ours invited me to go to the race with them, which I am eternally grateful for. Mm-hmm. And, and how old were you at the time? 13. 13, okay. Yeah, and then I, we've been going ever since. The so rest is history. Forty-five years of going to the track, thirty-eight races, and the difference is when I was younger, I had to have somebody take me to a race. Right. That yep. wasn't always possible. But as an adult, it's just become part of our thing, and then it's now become a family tradition. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. daughter, youngest daughter, twenty-two years of—I mean, she had twenty-two. This was her twenty-second race. Wow. Yeah, um, my thirty-eighth. Um, my oldest daughter and her husband, and so now we have a large group that goes. And I, but I love the history of it. Yeah. Uh, as anyone knows me, I, I retain really weird facts about <laughs> it for whatever reason. Uh, Donald, I love it. Donald Davidson, who is the uh, re- now retired track historian of the track, is a good friend of mine. Hmm. Yeah. Because uh, we 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 share this passion. We spent yeah. one day. This is back in the nineties. Uh, Donald and I were invited by a group of older gentlemen from Petersburg, Indiana. Wow. Who's grandfathers worked for the Wabash Clay Company in Petersburg, and they invited us to come over. And so Donald drove over from Indy. I came over from Danville, and we spent the day with these guys. The Wabash Clay Company is where all the bricks for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway came from. The the ruins, if you will, of the Wabash Clay Company still exist south of, just south of Petersburg. But all the bricks came from there. Well, these guys, this Families helped build the bricks that built the Indianapolis hmm. Motor Speedway. Hmm. Yeah. And we spent a day, you know, just hearing their stories. They had some facts. We went to the bank. There was some documentation. It was so cool. Hmm. Uh, but, I mean, it goes to that level. And yeah. then personally, one of the cool things professionally, in, 2003, in 2003, I was offered the job to run the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Radio Network, which was a wow. dream. Because as a kid, I would listen to old race broadcast on my cassette recorder in bed mm, before I yeah. sleep. Mm-hmm. But, uh, which was uh, unbelievable to be offered that opportunity. But at the same time, my children were young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That requires a lot mm-hmm. of travel. Mm-hmm. Right. It requires a lot of time away. And mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. the price yeah. of my dream job was yeah. too high. Oh, yeah. And so yeah. I, I turned mm-hmm. it down with... Yeah. Not with regret, but mm-hmm. yeah. you know, with you always igno- wonder what if probably with yeah, acknowledgement. Yeah. And yeah. it's funny because the guy who took the job, his name is Wally Levitt. He's a friend. 
every time I see Wally. Yeah. You know what he says to <laughs> Thank me? Thank you. Thank you for not taking that job. He is consistent with that. Yeah. And now he is he just retired from that position. Okay. And I'm, you know, I got a great friend out of it. And one of the interesting things I did is I sent them an outline of what I would have done yeah. with the yeah. position. Mm-hmm. And they did just about everything Aww. I wanted. So it was great. Hmm. Well, I'm glad you didn't do that because yeah. I wouldn't know you probably. <laughs> Same. So. But, and you know what? There was a thousand reasons why that was a good decision. Yeah. Anytime, yeah. you know, one of the kids left a book bag at home mm-hmm. and needed to run to the school right. or there right. was a little right. program right. that I would not have been able to do. Absolutely. So that's where I put value of yeah. family over that. Sure. But it was cool. Yeah. So a hmm. couple things. I don't, I'm not a racing guy. You know, you Tell me more than anyone else about it. I did watch about the last hour, yeah. and it was supposed to be, you know, the last 20 laps, but it really slowed down. How would you rate this year's race compared to previous years, and especially the end? Every race has its own unique personality and is remembered for various things yeah. long term. You know, I rate this race high. Okay. The, 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 the first half of the race just flew by. Okay. I mean, it was not re- no, no wrecks. No okay. wrecks. Gotcha. I don't go to a race to see wrecks. Right. I actually go to a race to see passes. Mm-hmm. And, and strategy in the pits and, you know, and, and yeah. people doing things that they never thought they could do. I mean, that's the reason I go. Yeah. Uh, not to see Rex. But the first part of the race just sailed through. So it was on a record pay. I think at, at lap 90, it was the fastest race hmm. ever. Wow. On lap 90. Okay. And then it then we had, a, you know, some uh, we had some situations. And then yeah. the last 20 laps, obviously, right. we had multiple. Three, was it three wrecks? Three. Well, we had three red flags, which right. has never happened yeah. in the 107 hmm. years. Really? 107 contested yeah. races that's never happened yeah and i was i didn't think they would do the last one yeah and yeah. the gentleman that was leading is marcus erickson yeah and that would have been back-to-back wins yeah and it would have been the first time since 0102 that someone won back-to-back yeah and i think it would have been the fourth back-to-back winner uh maybe fifth but anyway it, last second no yeah. okay yeah. red flag okay yeah. so now we knew we had one yeah. One lap to go, green, white, which is yeah. what you see, and then race around, and it yeah. was great. So yeah. I ra- I gave it high. I like the winner. He's yeah. an American kid from Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Joseph Newgarden yeah. sounds yeah. German, but right, right. He's he, he's a kid that's come up the hard way. Yeah. When he was a little kid, the first time he ever came to Speedway, he came to the race with his dad. Hmm. Yeah. He was just a little kid, hmm. and neat. said, "This is what I want to do." And he raced go karts, and he worked, and he raced for little teams that didn't have any budget, but he had a lot of talent, and yeah. he had people around him that believed in him mm-hmm. and then he just kind of moved up and then got with the big team yeah and it never wanted this was his 12 500 and finally won that's the race. great so very and, cool and you know his his reaction was to run into the crowd yeah and mm-hmm. not you know he not climb the fence like castro nevis but go right. into the crowd right so some of our tickets are right at start finish lines wow. my daughter and son and hmm. and their spouses so I got some great video mm-hmm. of New Garden into the crowd right in front of our kids. And That's awesome. It was it that was real genuine yeah. Yeah. emotion. This sounds yeah. like a dumb question, but when you go to the race, it sounds like you were talking earlier about the strategy of oh, yeah. you know fueling and all that stuff. So are you just watching what's going on? Are you listening to something else? I don't. I mean, I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I actually don't listen to the radio broadcast. You're just watching what's happening. Race. Live. I watch. I observe. Yeah. Well, so how do you know all that strategy? I watch. Stuff? Well, I know what the strategy is. I pay attention to the video board. I see what's okay. going on in front of me. I keep track of where people start. I see how uh, they're going up and okay. down. I yeah. watch, you know, when they, you know, if they 
pit a lap later than someone else, I know they're doing better on fuel mileage. So you're not like in a drunken stupor. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You're really paying I will not, close attention. I will not yeah. say that I haven't, you know, I don't have maybe a couple of right. beers right. during the race, right. full disclosure. Right. Right. But, right. but you're fully oh, no. engaged in a this, lot of the... I'm serious about it. Okay, yeah. gotcha. That's awesome. We have gotcha. tossed people out of our group who will never be invited back really? because, because they were a distraction yeah. to my enjoyment. Yeah. Gotcha. How about that? Wow. So that's a great segue. So um, I know little about the Indy 500. My wife is in Stephanie territory, but she doesn't know anything. Hey, I've at least been there once. Well, okay. I mean, okay, yeah. But um, she was stunned, my wife, to learn that the winner drinks milk. And yes. she thought they'd be drinking beer or wine no. or mm-hmm. champagne or something. What's the story behind the milk? The story behind the milk started in 1936 with a gentleman by the name of Louis Meyer. And Louis Meyer, that was his third win. He won in 28, 33, and then in, in, in 36, he pulls in Victory Lane, and he asked for a glass of buttermilk. It wasn't even dairy milk. It right. was buttermilk. Uh, yeah. And I'm told buttermilk at the there? I don't know. I told buttermilk at the time was terrible. Yeah, but yeah. I've never had buttermilk. Yeah, to I, be haven't either. I haven't yeah. either. But he, but he was a buttermilk. But guy. he was a buttermilk man. So he, I mean, he had a glass of water, but he asked for buttermilk. Well, the what? dairy association were like, he asked for milk. <laughs> yeah. We have to do something with this. Smart move. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. And it wasn't until the fifties that hmm. it really became a thing, and then it's it's yeah. been consistent until the fifties. I mean, for the fifties on, there's only been one other time when yeah. someone. I refused. love that story. Tell that story. Nineteen eighty nine, uh, Emerson Fittipaldi, former world champion yeah. in Formula One, wins the Indy five hundred, and he pulls into victory lane. Of course, it's gleeful celebration. They <laughs> hand him the milk. He pushes back. <laughs> he wants to drink orange juice. Why? Ah. He's Brazilian. He has a orange juice manufacturer. He has a. Yeah. Orange Grove, okay. a large Orange Grove yeah. operation yeah. down in Brazil. Yeah. So he wants orange juice. It's kind of his thing. The blowback was so <laughs> huge that, like, the next day, get the cameras. Yeah. I'll put the wreath on again, and yeah. I'll you know put my uniform on, and I'll drink the milk. Wow! And he did. And then in two thousand in, in uh, nineteen ninety three, he wins a second yeah. hundred. Straight Baby, he milk. gargled the he gargled the milk. <laughs> oh like, man! You know it was, but it, they were serious. I just got to tell huh. you, you race for hours. You're in these suits that cannot be cool. The last thing I think I would want to drink Some is a glass of milk, milk. But they all do it, don't they? So here's the thing that's funny is that the Dairy Association asks each driver before the race. They have three choices. They have whole milk, two percent, or skim. Hmm. Yeah, and you, you, they know ahead of time. And then they wow. have a certain farmer. They have all the and the hmm. the, yeah. the milk is pre yeah. set up. They have wow. the bottles. Yeah, the, it's chilled. And then depending on who wins, then they bring that driver's milk. Wow, in a, you know, a couple. Yeah, you know, one for the driver, one for the owner, and one for somebody else. And then so hmm. the milks come out. But you determine which milk you get. Okay. Hmm. And then two years ago, Elio Castroneves wins his fourth. His car was pink. So the initial milk that he poured all over himself was, which even that's yeah. kind of goofy, but because yeah. you know that you're going <laughs> to yeah. smell for the rest that's of right. the day. But you just won the Indy 500. Right. You so don't care cares, how you smell. Right. So he drinks the white milk. And then as they're doing the pictures, they add pink to it. Oh. Because his uniform is pink. Strawberry the milk. car is pink. Yeah. And then he has, there's some. Pictures okay. of him with pink milk. Yeah. But it started in 1936. Wow. wow. Traditions. What That's an odd me. thing. Hey, we're going to go to break. When we come back, two more things I want to talk about. You and I were at a banquet together awesome. Thursday night. I want to talk about that, and I want to get a, a quick update on Step Up Vermilion County. It is Thursday, June 1, direct line with Greg and Steph and our friend Mike Holvey, Mr. Newhoff Media. We'll be right back after this. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. 
Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Hear now from Casey Griffiths from the Women's Care Clinic. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. All our services are free, free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville, changing lives one decision at a time. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. PC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Thursday, June the 1st. Greg and Steph with our friend Mike Holby from Newhoff Media. And Mike, two more things I want to pick your brain on and we'll get you out of here. Let's start with Step Up Vermilion County. Just a quick update. Step Up met a couple weeks ago. I had to miss it, unfortunately. I was in Indianapolis for a Worldview conference. But give us a quick Step Up update. Yeah, we had a meeting a couple weeks ago and, again, one of the benefits, I think, of Step Up, it's been around for five years, yeah. and that is how many connections have been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in the discussion in the room, we had we've been focusing a lot, certainly in the medical space, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Southern Illinois Healthcare yeah. Foundation FQHC, coming in yeah. and, and yeah. what they're doing at the high school, right. what is going to happen with the old St. Elizabeth property. Yeah. There's a partnership with. OSF to mm-hmm. get some temporary services yeah. rolling for the general public. All of those things are great. But we're, we're in the room and we're hearing OSF Carl yeah. talking about how they're working together yeah. and Christy yeah. and how all three are working together yeah. in terms of doing new things and new ways to address wow. our issues. I love that. And somebody made the comment during the program, I mean, during the meeting that, you know, no one owns the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. for one organization to say, oh, no, we're not going to work with right. them and right. them because we're dealing with this. Right. Well, no one owns the problem. The problems yeah. are so large. And th- that's not just Danville and Vermilion County. That's everywhere. So we must work together. Yeah. We must collaborate. Yeah. We must cooperate. And Vermilion Advantage has been very much in tune yeah. with that theme. But mm-hmm. we heard that in the meeting. And mm. it's like, I love hearing this. because, And I made a comment because we did have some visitors from Southern Illinois Healthcare. 
And I made a comment in my closing remarks. I said, you would not be here. I pointed back to them. I know you're not supposed to point to people. Put a pen in your hand. I do it all the time. Yeah, Yeah. I do too. But I said, you wouldn't be here if the seed hadn't been planted Mm. four years ago when this group heard this update and then did that, Mm -hmm. that set you on a path. And all of a sudden, these people are here in the lives that will be changed in the future Mm -hmm. as the direct result. Yeah. Of something that happened five years ago. Right. Right. But if the five years ago thing didn't right. happen, then the thing that's right. happening today wouldn't happen. Right. right. Step up. That's step yeah. up. Hmm. I love it. Two, awesome? th- two things with that. First of all, thanks to Deanna Witzel. She's mm-hmm. one of our sponsors mm-hmm. here on Direct Line. And she is in many ways a driving force <clears throat> right. with Step Up. And I'm just thankful for her energy mm-hmm. in this venture. And number two, this kind of sprung out of the Global Leadership Summit. Oh, 100%. Which, which once again will be taking place mm-hmm. in our community at Second Church Thursday and Friday, August 3rd and 4th. And it's not too late to sign up. Steph, it's a great opportunity if you want to lean into leadership. That's right. The whole community gets better when leaders Absolutely. get better. Everybody gets Absolutely. better. I like that line. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I write it down every, every single year. That's year. right. <laughs> that's right. I like it. It's yeah. good stuff. Hey, last thing, and we've got some time to talk about this. You and I were at a banquet Thursday night. I think Ambucks puts it mm-hmm. on. It's Citizen of the Year, and they honored your friend, mm. Eric Hanna, our friend, right. Eric Hanna, yeah. primarily for his work with Habitat for yes. Humanity. Talk about the event. I know you have been a, a past uh, honoree, Citizen of the Year, so talk about the event, but I also want to talk about Eric and his excellent work with mm-hmm. Habitat for Humanity. Well, Ambux, you know, this is a tradition that, that goes back into, I think, the 30s. Mm. Uh, there is a list that's given to the evening program, yeah. and you're right. I, I was the 77th first citizen, which mm. a tremendous honor, which yeah. I got to share with my parents, which was great. My mm. mother's birthday was yesterday, would have been oh. 84. She passed two years ago, but yeah. I got to share that with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and mm-hmm. I mentioned that when I did Eric's introduction on Thursday night, yeah. how special it was that his mom and dad were sitting right yeah. there mm-hmm. and that his he got to yeah. share that with his he parents. He had a whole bunch of family. Oh. There. He did. You know, I there was. That was really his cool. brother surprised him. Came right. in from from Iowa and his children and stepchildren. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it was. It was. It's awesome. But you know, Ambux takes a, a serious look at usually a, a service or a project or you know use a sports analogy body yeah. of work. Yeah. And then they they elevate a member of the community for that, which. Yeah. What it also does, in my mind, is it sets an example for others to follow. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. the, but I remember in seventy or when I was this, I think it was two thousand nine when I was the seventy seventh, and I thought, you know, guys, there is there's a hundred or two hundred other people who are more worthy than I mm-hmm. to receive yeah. this recognition, and that's the wonderful thing about communities like this. I agree. So Ambux elevates and when all the work that that Eric did, and Eric had actually come in and we sat down at the station. Few weeks ago when we were talking about this and and he was thinking about his remarks hmm. and i just and i get i i challenged him with this and that is share with those assembled at yeah. your dinner yeah why this is important to you yeah mm-hmm. and when you speak from as you because you guys do a lot yeah. of speaking when you speak from the heart yep that's when people lean right. in and right. you could tell. Oh, you know, no, 100%. He was nervous. You yeah, know, but he and, was and great. I think he's probably thinking this isn't my typical cup of tea. I thought he did a great job. He did job. great. Aww. And Mike, I learned a ton about Habitat. I did too. I would have told you going in, I knew a lot about Habitat. I really didn't. Hmm. And I thought Eric did a great job just articulating the mission of this organization, the impact, really cast the vision moving forward. Mm-hmm. I learned a ton about Ambux. 
um, Jenna Worth, I think, yes. mm -hmm. did kind mm -hmm. of the introductory remarks about Ambux. And we've had her on direct right. line. We need to get her back. I right. told her that. Right. But I just thought it was an all-around great evening. There's so much negativity in our world today. There's mm -hmm. so much negativity thrown at the different communities, including our community. And I thought this was just a breath of fresh air mm -hmm. to be able to just celebrate someone that's worked really hard and, uh, you know, just to see his passion mm -hmm. unfold. Well, one of the things that Eric talked about was the impact of a home mm. on a family mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. a home that is owned yeah and he and again this came from eric's heart he talked yeah. about you know a child who sits in a bedroom or lives in a bedroom and sleeps in a bedroom that is that his his parents own or his yeah. mother mm -hmm. or father you know they mm -hmm. own mm -hmm. the, knowing that i'm going to be able to go to the school that i go to today i'm going to be able to go to that school tomorrow mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. there's not disruption in families when you own your own home because right. you have stability yeah in the workforce, an, an individual isn't going to have to move and maybe not be able to work and do the mm -hmm. things they do for companies and in, in the community. Yeah. And so he mm -hmm. talked about the stability yeah. of a home. Uh -huh. And and that's mm -hmm. one of the driving forces behind what he is involved in Habitat with. And he shared 70 homes have been either built yeah. or remodeled mm -hmm. by Habitat yeah. uh, while Habitat has been here. And then he gave us really interesting insight into Habitat Restore right? and how important that that is in mm -hmm. terms of funding Habitat. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And then he walked, I mean, if all of that wasn't mm -hmm. enough, then he walked us through the horrible night of the fire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like mm -hmm. this town does, and I say town, it's Vermilion County, yeah. does over and over again. The story of the fire was not the night of the fire. It was the next day, and then, the next day's yep. next day mm -hmm. and then the next day's next day, and then the next day's next day's next day. That was the value of it because of how everyone responded. Right. So that was all in one evening yep. with a mm -hmm. delicious peach dessert. Oh, hmm. it was a great night. How great many people meal. were there? A hundred, maybe, 100, I would okay. say. Okay. I mean, it was at Turtle Run. They yeah. did a great job. Oh, always. Us. Mm -hmm. and, always. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was an overall great evening. Mm -hmm. And it's just a reminder that with events like this, we, we you know, you and I get invited to a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're busy and we're doing a lot. But I was just so glad that I had the invitation to come and share mm -hmm. the invocation. And it was just a great evening. Just really a, a blessing. And, you know, Eric's a great guy. Mm -hmm. We got to get him on direct line. You have to do the invite. Hey, so um, let's wrap up with this direct lines three and a half years old and you know i was reflecting this morning as i was out walking thinking about this interview you know we started and then covid smacked us mm -hmm. upside the head yeah. almost mm -hmm. immediately mm -hmm. and stephanie we really kind of leaned into interviews with authors and others not from this area we had right. elisa childers right. and melissa odin you know and, and i love that time but i feel like in the last year we've really leaned very heavily into our community and you know mm -hmm. we were able to have jackie vinson in this chair mm -hmm. we were able to have ricky williams in this chair right. mm -hmm. we did the pre-record with all the school board candidates right. and um, I, I'm just excited about where that goes we've got some great interviews coming up in the weeks that follow um, you know three weeks from today Jordan Chapel. I don't know if you know Jordan or not he's mm. the new minister at Connection Church been there about a year he's gonna jump on with us we had Jeremy McLaughlin last week from mm -hmm. Grace Community Church and mm -hmm. I'm just excited where direct line goes from here and again Mike just thank you for this opportunity mm -hmm. thanks for taking a chance on us well I knew what we were taking a chance on it was 
was a small chance. Aww. No chance whatsoever. It was all, it was preordained. You got wind in your sails. Just mm. keep going. Now, one more thing. I love the Saturday morning sports show. That's still full steam ahead. Full steam ahead. Last week was my favorite show, I have to admit. Yeah. Uh, and last week's theme was all about the local connections to the Indianapolis 500. 500. Yeah. Mm. And there are many. Yeah. So mm. we have, you know, Doug Barnett, who mm-hmm. uh, had four sponsorships in the race. Wow. Uh, with three different drivers on wow. Sunday, which was you know a cool thing. Yeah, uh, one of the members of our staff, her husband is a firefighter. Okay, and on pit road wow. on race day, wow. yeah. and so he joined us and shared his experience and and the hmm. innovations in safety. Uh, we had Kyle Kitzman, who was the president of Bell Helmets. Yeah, uh, his father Dave Kitzman is here, and of course Kyle went to Covington High School. Yeah, uh, and is a great guy. And so I saw him Friday at the track, and and then he was a guest on the show on Saturday. Very cool. We have two individuals who we're associated with that have been coming going to this race since 1962. Yeah, uh, Tom Barnes, the operations oh, manager yeah. here at the radio station. Yeah. His nephew. Yeah, is a member of the pit crew. <laughs> Of the car that was leading before they threw the last oh, no. yet red. Otherwise, Tommy's nephew would have won the Indy wow. 500. Oh, so close. So he exciting. finished second. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. our pit, our seats are right across from yeah. his nephew's pit. So oh. we were watching Connor, Connor Barnes, yeah. work all day. And I was sending pictures mm-hmm. to Tom, who was up yeah. the way a little bit. You oh. know, so I was keeping tabs on Tom's nephew. Yeah. And... Yeah, I don't know. I think. Oh, yeah. Then, well, I think you know. So that was kind of the the, the theme yeah. of the whole thing. Hmm. And for the record, the only person who picked Joseph Newgarden, yeah, was the firefighter. Okay, Dennis <laughs> Fleming was the he only it, one huh? he called wow. it, and he started seventeenth. Yeah. And then ended up winning hmm. the race. That's wow. good news. So um, if people want to catch the sports show, what's the time? I know it's, it's on, on 1490 a.m. Right. 8 to, eight to 10 o'clock. 8 to 10 a.m. Saturday every mornings. Saturday. Podcasts are available on okay. vermilioncountyfirst.com, awesome. just like yours. Yeah. Well, Mike, i got to get you out of here. I promise you, 835. Yeah. We're a couple minutes past that. But just again, thanks for all you do, my mm-hmm. friend. And Thank we you. look forward to having you back on Direct Line. We're going to go to break. We'll be right back after this. Introducing Aunt B. She is Sunset's new comfort dog. Not only will she comfort our guests, but she will also answer questions regarding youth and funerals. I'm Judy Fraser. I would suggest that you email Aunt B today. Did you know that by planning your funeral or cremation ahead of time, you can lock in today's prices and make affordable monthly payments? I'm Judy Fraser, and if pre-planning is on your mind, I would suggest that you make just one phone call Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- 
260-5647. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour, career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Greg and Steph on Thursday, June 1. And Stephanie, um, is there anybody that we know that has uh, more energy than Mike Hall? I don't think so. I love the and energy. The, the dates that he yeah. can rattle yeah. off and the trivia. He's like a human encyclopedia. Wow. I don't I even remember it. what happened last week. Yeah. And he's what talking about the 30s. And yeah. And wow. I just think it's, I did not know till today that he had that job offer in 2003 mm-hmm. and just how, how different things would right. be. And right. um, I think it's just a great example of a guy that said, I've got mm-hmm. the you know, opportunity of a lifetime, mm-hmm. but family's more important. Right. I think that's a great, yeah. great lesson yeah, for all of us. Sure. Hey, we could not do direct line without some incredible sponsors. Who are we saying thank you to? Right. We're thankful for Don Indiana Witzel with McDonald's, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, the team at Hans Tank Wash, Chris and Deja Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance, and Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley. So I originally planned to talk about this last week, but we ran out of time. Right. We uh, ended up not having time to get to this, but a week and a half ago, well, two weeks ago today, mm-hmm. I wrapped up radio with you, right. got in my car and drove to Indianapolis right. for the Colson Center National Conference. And the Colson Center is named in honor of the late Chuck Colson. Mm-hmm. Chuck Colson started Prison Fellowship, but he also, for the last uh, many years of his life, had a daily breakpoint commentary where he looked at the events of the world and gave a Christian perspective. Mm-hmm. And that's really kind of what our show is about mm-hmm. in many ways. Right. You know, what is happening in our world? What's happening in our community? Does the Bible, does a Christian world you have anything to say about it. Mm-hmm. But I want to just give a couple highlights, and I don't want to take a ton of time on this, because next week we're going to have in studio with us one of our sponsors, Dean Crandall, mm-hmm. and one of our fellow ministers at Second Church, Tracy Thomas, who are both worldview guys, and uh, Dean is a Colson <laughs> Fellow, as I am, and right. Tracy is going through the Colson Fellows program beginning next month. Okay. So I want to save a lot, but I did want to quickly give some highlights. Three speakers that I heard that really touched me, and the first was Kristen Wagner, from the Alliance Defending Freedom. Now, I've talked about the Alliance Defending Mm -hmm. Freedom a lot. They've been in the news a bunch. Uh, They were very, very active in the Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health case. Mm -hmm. But Kristen Wagner disclosed uh, case after case after case that they have fought and they have won on behalf Mm -hmm. of people whose religious rights Mm -hmm. are being infringed. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I sent you an article last night when I was hiking of this little nine-year-old girl that was told in the middle of COVID, and I've been told to stop talking about COVID, COVID, but in the middle of COVID, right. she was told she could not wear her Jesus Loves You face mask to school. Or Jesus Loves Me. I think or is I that what it was? Jesus, was it Jesus Loves, loves me. me. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it actually was something the ADF on her behalf took it up mm-hmm. and they won mm-hmm. and she was able to win it. But it really became a springboard. And before long, there were these Jesus Loves Me face masks appearing literally hmm. all over the country. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you think, does it really matter if I can wear a Jesus Loves Me face mask or not? Mm-hmm. But one of the blessings of living in our country right. is the freedom to express ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on both sides of That's issues, right. on both sides of the aisle. I mean, this month right now is a month where right. a certain segment of people are expressing themselves 
themselves mm-hmm. in in a very loud out there way mm-hmm. and i just i love that there's an organization that's saying christians have rights as well right. what do you think I agree, you love with, it? Okay. I agree with you. Right. Yeah. Second person that I heard, I was not expecting to enjoy as much as I did, is a guy by the name of Roland Warren. He's an African-American leader of CareNet. Hmm. Now, CareNet is a pro-life organization, and the Women's Care Clinic here in Danville is affiliated okay. with CareNet. But here's what I loved about it. He has written a book called Bad Dads of the Bible. And it is basically eight mistakes that every good dad needs Mm. to avoid. Mm. And he looks at eight biblical fathers and mistakes that they made. And it's an attempt to try to help fathers Mm. be the very best they possibly can be, lead the very best that they possibly can. And so I'm throwing this out. I bought the book. Mm -hmm. I have it in my hands right now. You know, if you are in in a men's group, if maybe Mm -hmm. I know we have a couple men's Bible studies at Mm -hmm. Second Church, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you are trying to help dads be the very best that they can be, man, this is a great book. I've not read it all the way through. I've skimmed it. But I love the fact that he He's saying, here's a biblical dad, here's the mistake mm-hmm. that he made, mm-hmm. and here's how you can overcome it. doesn't it. look like a very long book no, either, so no, to all. fit eight stories yeah, or eight, eight things eight to avoid. Story, it's eight mistakes <clears throat> yeah. that dads make, and then he ends it with six things a dad must do to be a good father, hmm. and I just, I, I thought it, it's published by Zondervan, mm-hmm. um, it says fifteen ninety nine, but I don't think I paid that, I think I paid like ten bucks hmm. for it on, online mm-hmm. somewhere, so mm-hmm. anyway, I just thought it was a great resource, but I love so much his passion he's obviously passion on passionate on the mm-hmm. issue of life mm-hmm. but his story is he got his girlfriend pregnant when he was 20 and she mm-hmm. was 19 mm-hmm. and he said all the statistics would say mm-hmm. abortion was our destiny mm-hmm. but um we were committed that mm-hmm. we were not raised that way mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. the direction we were going to go they married they mm-hmm. had the baby he said we struggled you know for many years mm-hmm. to make it work mm-hmm. but his point was you can make this work right. and he said should i have gotten my girlfriend pregnant no i shouldn't have mm-hmm. I, I, I was not living like I was supposed to be living at that mm-hmm. point, but you can redeem that. Yeah. I just it was yeah. a it was a message of hope. Hmm. That's I awesome. guess I would say. Here's the third name, and this is a guy that I really want to get to Danville. Ryan Bomberger. I don't know if you remember that name. I've mentioned him a couple mm-hmm. times on direct line before. Ryan Bomberger says that he is part of the one percent. He was conceived in rape. Hmm. And his birth mother, against the recommendations of almost everybody, had him and then gave him up for adoption and he was adopted by a family that get this had 15 kids oh my wow they adopted 10 wow they had five naturally Mm -hmm. and he said you know we were our own united nations (laughs) how he describes it in a lot of ways but he with his wife bethany run the radiance foundation and they just have an incredible message Mm. of hope and and i want to recommend his book that i don't have right now they'd ran out of them but not equal civil rights gone wrong. Hmm. And I want to highlight the Colson Center because uh, we're hoping that a year from now, in fact, it's more than hoping, I mm-hmm. think it's going to happen, the Colson Fellows Program is coming to Central Illinois. Mm, awesome. And we'll get into that more next week mm-hmm. with Dean and, mm-hmm. and Tracy, but it's just uh, it, it's a great opportunity that's going to be right here. It's an mm-hmm. 11-month deep dive mm-hmm. into worldview. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people will say, well, what is a worldview? Well, really, simplistically, it's how do you view the world in which you live? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. how, how do you view the issues in the world in which 
you live. Yeah. And, and we are Christians, and so the Bible for us ha- has authority in our lives. Right. And um, we have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. So, you know, what Jesus is passionate about, we want to be passionate right. about. Yeah. And I think when you really try to slow down and realize, you know, if I am a Christ follower, if I believe that the Bible, it's not just a library of books, it's actually the Word of God. Mm-hmm that should and and will influence mm-hmm. how I look at life, right. how I look at the right. the, the events unfolding around right. me. So, Well, I don't know much about the Colson Fellowship, but I was hoping that you were going to hear the speaker, Gianna Jessen, and you did not. I you weren't able to hear you know, her. I but... felt so bad. She, sp- she was the last speaker Thursday mm-hmm. night. And she, and, her claim is, uh, I mean, she was born in an abortion I clinic. Know. That's where she was born. And, um, failed abortion, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Failed. and so yeah. I, I would yeah. love to see her yeah. come to Danville, too, as yeah. well. With the well, I got good news. What? I've got access to all the... Talks. Oh, really? So we'll have to check it out. Yeah, I would like to yeah. see her. You know, that yeah. might be something even we do as a staff, you know, just put mm-hmm. it in and just because it wasn't a long uh, speech. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, a lot of people mm-hmm. were buzzing hmm. about her testimony yeah. that yeah. night. So um, last thing, my morning routine is uh, pretty set. I do three things when I get up every morning. I drink a cup of coffee. Don't talk to me about that. I drink a cup of coffee. You're going to get some coffee <laughs> I haven't later had coffee today. Yet today. I know. I know. I'm cranky. Well, well, that's okay. Now you have not really seemed cranky, um, oh, okay. Garrett. In full disclosure, <laughs> Stephanie reached out to me and said, "I have no idea what I'm bringing today." So, so be careful. I'm having a blood test. Yeah. Done, so yeah, I couldn't yeah. drink coffee. Yeah. And I love coffee. Yeah. I need my coffee. Well, you could have had coffee if it was just black, right? I don't, or not? No. I really. Up, you can't even have black. coffee. No, my blood draw lady told me well, that you can have black coffee, but you can't do black coffee, right? I don't. I don't do black coffee. So the fact that I have a cup of Quit black coffee in here that is probably not helpful, it right? Good. So I do three things. Okay, you drink, drink coffee. Drink coffee, I go for a walk, right? and I listen to the podcast, The World and Everything in It. Okay. It's about 30 minutes long. I mm-hmm. do it every morning. Mm-hmm. I haven't really stopped watching CNN, mm-hmm. MSNBC, mm-hmm. Fox News. Um, I... I'll watch it occasionally, Mm -hmm. but I get my news from this podcast, and they are a Christian organization run by World Magazine, and their idea is to say, we're going to try to look at the world through the biblical worldview lens. Mm -hmm. And man, I highly recommend Mm -hmm. it. I know Michelle Vandeveer, our Mm -hmm. friend, she she started listening to it every day. It's really Mm -hmm. easy to get, Spotify, Apple, Mm -hmm. whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. But I think it's a great way Mm -hmm. to get away from maybe the slants that are out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's some opinion from time to time. Time, but sure. really it is here's the news hmm. from a biblical worldview cool so hey with that let's go to break when we come back i want to talk about some second church happenings but i also want to ask you have you ever boycotted anything have you ever been a part of a boycott you want me to answer that now or later i don't know i mean i don't want you to go into detail right now but have <laughs> well, you ever been a part of a boycott pretty easy. no okay all right okay well good <laughs> well i have okay. but i've done it quietly okay. um but i'll Talk about it when we come back from break. You're listening to Direct Line. It's Thursday, June 1. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. This is Deanna Witzel with the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. With great benefits and starting pay up to $14 per hour, we have flexible opportunities to fit anyone's schedule. McDonald's is great for students, moms to work around school schedules, or senior citizens. Let us help you make friends in just a few hours a week, or anyone who wants extra spending money. With seven locations, McDonald's is close to home, with starting pay up to $14 per hour. 
career tracks for management, plus great benefits. McDonald's has an immediate job for you. Apply online at mchire.com. McDonald's, we're a part of every community. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyd's of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217-260-5647. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SIPC. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Direct Line. This is Stephanie and Greg, and we're almost done, so I get to go yes. get my coffee hey, and my I, food. Did I minimize the struggle you're going through? Did I make you feel like it's really no, not a didn't. serious struggle? No, you didn't. Because I'll no. tell you, if I had had no coffee by right now, it yeah. would be a train wreck. It would probably it? is a train wreck anyway, <laughs> but it'd be much worse. So. Well, I don't feel like I'm too cranky. I don't have a big headache yet. Okay. So, so okay. I want to start with some second church stuff. Okay. This Sunday, Choir Sunday. Yeah. Talk about it. Well, it's going to be a little bit smaller, I think, maybe 25 people, but I love it when people say I want to be there for all three services and yeah. sing and worship. So yeah, choir's back this week. And um, you know, I am trying to put together a trip to Israel yep. in April 2024. Right. And it's going to be a group of around 30, we're hoping. Right. And I am hosting two informational meetings next Wednesday, mm-hmm. June 7 at 6.30 p.m. And then the following Sunday, June 11 at 6 p.m. These meetings are obviously identical. Mm-hmm. You don't come to both. Okay. And they are no strings attached. Yeah. I mean, if you show up, you're not guaranteeing right. you're that just you're going learning on about but yeah, learn more information about it. And uh, for me, I've told you, God has blessed me with the opportunities to travel a mm-hmm, lot. Mm-hmm. And it is hands down the best mm. trip I've ever been a part mm. of. And part of it is because of just who I am and the fact that, you know, I'm in the Bible every day right. and that's what we do. Right. And, you know, to be at Mount Carmel yeah. where Elijah slayed the prophets of right. Baal, you know, to be in Jerusalem where mm. Jesus died mm-hmm. on the cross, to be in mm-hmm. Bethlehem mm-hmm. at the Church of the Nativity, mm-hmm. um, you know, words don't do justice mm-hmm. to what you experience. Mm-hmm. So if you want to learn more about it, you can reach out to me, Greg at secondchurch.com or show up for those evening meetings on June 7 at 6 30 p.m. or June 11 at 6 p.m. Last thing this Sunday, we continue our series through the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. And uh, this might be my favorite message up to this point. Yeah. We're looking at Acts 4, where Peter and John go before the Sanhedrin. Mm-hmm. And the big idea is they are bold yeah. for Jesus. Yeah. And I love the songs that you've put together mm-hmm. and the service. Um, you know, I thought last week, I thought the songs you put together just fit perfect oh, with good. this idea of the name of Jesus mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. the power mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And again, if you have a church, we encourage you to go to your church mm-hmm. and to uh, support your pastor sure. and to be a good church member. But if you are not connected to a mm-hmm. church, you are always welcome at Second Church. We have services at 8 and 9.20 and 10.45 every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. And you can catch us on the live stream, our main auditorium at 9.20 mm-hmm. and the next-gen service at 10.45. Mm-hmm. Okay, boycotts. You've never been a part of a boycott. I don't think I ever have, no. Okay. Have you ever wanted to? 
Or no, not really? No. I've always thought, I don't think it'll make a big difference. Okay. So, I, so we live had. in a world right now where a lot of people are engaging in boycotts. And right. we talked a little bit about right. it. Um, you know, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch right. mm-hmm. hired Dylan Mulvaney mm-hmm. and, you know, honored mm-hmm. Dylan for, you know, the biological male for 365 days mm-hmm. living as a teenage girl. Um, since that happened on April 15, I believe, their um, sales have dropped like 30%. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have heard that they can't give away their product. And again, this is heartbreaking in this respect. The people that are really being hurt are the middlemen. Right. You know, when I walk right. every morning, I walk by a house where a guy who works for Steph mm-hmm. Distributing, mm-hmm. Skeff Distributing is there. They're the ones that are mm-hmm. really being hurt. Right. But I also think a message is being sent. You know, sure. Target. Are you a big Target shopper? I am. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, I, I, I like I, Target. I like you know, Target. we don't have one in Danville. Right. But, you know, that's a place that I've always considered. Mm-hmm. Target came out mm-hmm. with some very... Um, I guess I would say pro transgender mm-hmm. products mm-hmm. that many found offensive and pushed back against it. And there's been a boycott going on for the last couple of weeks and their uh, stock value is down $12 billion. Now they have not lost $12 billion because mm-hmm. they're not selling that stock. But um, there are a lot of people that are saying, I, I had a friend this week, um, we're, we're hosting a baby shower for our, our daughter mm-hmm. this weekend. And one of our friends is coming in from out of town and just unsolicited said, I will not be shopping at Target. Um, <laughs> right. So I, again, right. I think these work. Here, here's the question that I want to work through, you and me. Should Christians be a part of something like this? I'm not talking conservatives, but should Christians be a part of this? And if we are a part of it, should we be talking about it? I don't know. I think that's a hard one. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I mean, the article that you sent me last night, mm-hmm. yeah. it made a lot of sense talking about, you know, the passage in First Corinthians 10 about you know, all things are lawful, but not all things are helpful. And we're free to, we're free to shop where we right. want to shop. Right. Um, but it does send a message. And I don't think like, that this author was talking about, it's not the financial part that we're trying to hurt. It's just, right. we're trying to say, that's not, we don't want, right. we, we, we don't agree with that. And we don't want to be a part right. of that. We're right. not going to support that. Um, and for me, the part about Target is more specifically the sa- satanic aspect of it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the talk about that. They, think, they had connected with, well, and I avowed think, Satanist, is that right? Well, I Who think, was producing? Well, I think the um, the 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 creator of that line of clothing or of those products that are pushing transgender is a is a known Satanist, and right. you know when you read what he he says, oh, Satan is compassionate, and Satan is loving, and Satan uses the right pronouns. Right, right. Well, that is a terribly skewed view of Satan, right, right. and. Um, That's not a biblical view. Well, it's not (laughs) biblical at all. And so, I don't know. I think when you go down that path, and it's... I think I can understand why people are saying I'm not going to I'm not yeah. going to go I'm not going to go there. You know, I go back to uh Michael Jordan. I don't okay. know if you remember Michael well, yeah, Jordan. Yeah, I do remember Michael Jordan. The greatest basketball yes. player of all time <laughs> I do and for remember all those him. that are out there that have been indoctrinated that LeBron is better. You're wrong. No. Get over it. That's Michael right. Jordan's the best That's of all right. time. But Michael Jordan took a lot of heat in the late 80s and the early 90s because he was a resident of North Carolina, but he would not get involved in politics. Mm-hmm. And I can't even remember who the two people that were running for Senate at that time, but it was a very close race, and a lot of people were getting behind the Democrat, and they wanted Jordan, and he refused to, to do anything, and they really busted his chops about it, and he said, Republicans buy sneakers, too. Hmm. And the whole idea was basically, you know, I, I don't want to put myself mm-hmm. in a position where I am alienating right. a base, and it seems like that philosophy is out the mm-hmm. door in mm-hmm. many ways. Mm-hmm. So, um, I I read uh, Perry Noble's post today. He said, "If you're yeah. if you're going to be at Target, be kind 
Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. You, you can choose not to support it, and yeah. but if you're there, don't, don't take be an it idiot. out. Yeah, yeah. Don't take it out on people that are working there or yeah. shopping there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I think that's. I, I think if you're going to boycott something. I think it's more of a private thing, personally, myself. So I I told you, you know, I have been a part of a personal boycott five or six years. I can't remember the exact Mm -hmm. date, Mm -hmm. but uh, there was a prominent NFL football player Mm -hmm. who I think at the time was maybe a backup and and couldn't get a job afterwards. But he started leading the kneel during the national anthem. And, um, you know, I serve in a church Mm -hmm. full of veterans, Mm -hmm. very patriotic place. And I just really struggled with Mm -hmm. that. I really struggled with the influence he was having on on others. Mm-hmm. And I just made the decision. Um, Nike came out and threw just crazy money at him, mm-hmm. despite the fact I don't think he was even playing for an NFL team at that time. And I just said, I'm not going to buy it mm-hmm. anymore. And mm-hmm. I have not bought mm-hmm. anything. Now, this is the first time I think I've ever talked publicly okay. about that. So you might hear but, about that. Well, I don't know. Yeah. You know, And I'm not saying anybody else should do right. that. But just for me, I felt like I, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to go down that road. Right. I'm not going to go down that road. Right. And right. Um, so I just I think what you said is right. You know, we need to be wise and how we act. You know, the Bible says be be wise in the way you act toward mm-hmm. outsiders. Mm-hmm. And I think when we do it, do it with grace, do it with truth. And, you know, if you feel compelled to say, I'm not going to shop there anymore, mm-hmm. that's your call. So be it. But um, understand we're called to be the salt. We're mm-hmm. called to be the light. Right. We're called to make a that's difference. Right. So, that's right. Well, hey, that's it. We're wrapping up and I'm going to end with the good news segment. Tell us about Tuesday, it. Tuesday, <laughs> I celebrated 31 years of marriage to Marla. I can't believe she's put up with me for time. 31 years. We made the short trip to Clinton, Indiana, ate at Jerry's Italian Restaurant, nice. thanks to the recommendation of our friend Kenna Osborne. Right. Uh, we had some sort of a lemon jubilee dessert that was out of this world, <laughs> and then we came home and we're in bed by 9 o'clock. So, uh, well, nothing wrong with that you on go. your anniversary. There you go. But uh, seriously, I'm so thankful for my wife. Yeah. I can't even imagine what life would be mm-hmm. without her, mm-hmm. and just blessed that we've been able to kind of grow up and grow mm-hmm. a family together and look forward to another 31 That's years right. if That's I live right. that Well, long. happy anniversary so, to you All right. Well, thank you. On behalf of Stephanie and our guy Garrett, who's spinning the dials, this is Greg saying thanks for listening to Direct Line. We'll see you next week.